the podcast where we listen to every single Eurovision song in this year's Eurovision. Uh, my name is Mira. And I'm Jeroen. As always, I have listened to every single song in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. But Mira has not heard a single one. And over the coming weeks, right up until that contest actually starts, I'm going to let her listen to a song each day. At least, uh, that's the goal. And I'm going to hear her first reaction. And you're going to hear her first reaction. Then we're going to have a little chat about the song. So what better song to kick off this year's podcasting sessions with than uh, the country that won last year. This is not the first time that Ukraine have hosted the Eurovision Song Contest. They hosted in 2005, right after Ruslana won. With, with the best song ever. With Wild Dances, which is a fantastic song. Um, it's the best song ever. I love that song. It's really good. When Ukraine first hosted the contest, I was not uh, of, of an age where I was this invested in Eurovision. So I have no idea what the process was like back then, how much they struggled. Um, but this time it's become pretty apparent that this was not the, the easiest task to give Ukraine. No, it was in the news. I, 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 I read about it. Yeah, can you, tell me, can you tell me what you've heard? I've heard that a bunch of people organizing the competition quit and that that it had to move locations as well. Well, here's, yeah, here's the thing. First off, it took months to decide on a city and a venue to organize the contest because Ukraine is a country that under no circumstances wants to be seen as corrupt. So they were incredibly transparent about everything that was going on and they needed to make it clear that whatever city they picked to host the contest in was picked fairly and on on the right merits. They didn't just want to say, oh, it's going to be Kiev. From the get-go, every city that wanted to organize it had to be evaluated in the same way, but that made it take so long until they finally decided on a city. That um, makes sense. All the weirder is it, though, that for as of yet still kind of unknown reasons, a large part of the organizing committee just up and quit um, because as far as I know, they just hadn't gotten enough work done and there was at least someone sort of stopping the, the work from getting done. All of that makes it sound as if uh, Eurovision was actually in danger. People were like building yeah. that narrative as if it wasn't going to go through. and. I think people did forget that the EBU was still around and people did forget that 43 countries want to participate and there, there's bound to be a way, you know, to fix all this. Yeah, I mean, I remember there were fucking news articles that were like, is Eurovision over? No more Eurovision! Is God, but people are yeah. stupid. It's understandable that 2017 and 2005 are not the same. Uh, they're not going to be the same kind of contest. They may have organized it before, but so much has changed. By now, there's two semifinals, and just the production value, the standards for that has risen so much, especially these last few years. Yeah. And I there mean... is there is the expectation to to you know have that same level of quality there. Yeah, but it, it's, it's Ukraine, it's not Sweden. That's true. They're 
Swedish Eurovision because Sweden is the most Eurovision of the whole contest. That is exactly true, but we'll talk about that once we get to Sweden. We are currently still just talking about Ukraine, and instead of talking about how they're going to organize the contest, let's actually focus on the song that they selected for this contest. It's always sort of weird when you have to pick a song to represent your country when you're in your own country. You're, you're, you know, you're on home soil. You have to kind of defend the, the title. Ukraine did get a national final done, and there's actually something really interesting to say about that, which is that Eurovision is broadcast and organized by their public broadcaster, but their national final is not, which means that because a commercial channel organizes the national final, there's different kind of money going into that event than into the actual Eurovision event. So they're just completely two separate things. Uh, They actually did put a lot of effort into performances because they had different kind of money to spend into performance. And that's the one thing Ukraine's always known for is just putting down a a good, solid, solid, high-impact performance. I can't wait to see what's up. Uh, But oh, that selection... I did not watch this selection this year, but I watched the selection last year, and never again. It was the longest, weirdest thing. Oh, I remember. I I could not believe what I was seeing. It was like eight hours long. Every act was under scrutiny by the judges for like a full half hour. They performed it, then it seemed as if the judges were there to be mean to them. He's like, hey, why? That's also another thing that goes to show how much Ukraine wants to wants to present itself as transparent. Showing the juries picking songs apart explains their votes later on. They have a jury pick a song apart for half an hour so that at no point can anyone say, oh, there was nepotism involved here. There's a really weird dedication to just being so open and clear about it. I kind of dig that. Yeah, I actually really do dig that. I'm, I'm, I respect that. But, it, but it's it not makes, good TV, though. Yeah, no, it makes for a really weird atmosphere. Ukraine's national final somehow managed to pull some decent names, among which the act that eventually won. Uh, they're a band, so we're getting off to a weird start here. What, what kind of band? Is it a band with boys? A band with girls? A band what? with both? It's a band with boys, but they play instruments. Oh. Mm. It's, it's very rock. Oh. It is a rock band. Starting me off with a rock band. Hey, don't knock it till you rock it. <laughs> sure, okay, let's rock. In fact, they're so much of a rock band that they're on rocks? What? I'm gonna love this. Representing Ukraine will be O Torvald. Oh, Torvald. Oh, Oh, Torvald. Oh, Torvald. Oh, Torvald, what you doing? Oh, Torvald, what you doing over there, buddy? Oh, Torvald, are you sure you're gonna wanna wear that sweater? Torvald. Oh, Torvald, you going out dressed like that? Torvald, don't wear the turtleneck, Torvald. Torvald, no. The song has a classic Eurovision title. Love. No? In Love on the Rocks. No. Um, Just give me some random terms. Okay. Um, you got Love on the Rocks. You got um, Peace in My Heart. Um, 
love for you forever, infinite peace in space, um, heart, rock, thank God. <laughs> you didn't name the title of this song, but you did actually name... No. Very close to an actual song. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, uh, representing Ukraine in May is O Torvald with Time. Ooh, is it in any way like Thunder? <laughs> Oh, that's so good! The clock starts once more! Right? The clock starts anew! But first impressions? On the, on the first First lesson? impressions, I kind of dig it. it. It's, uh... I mean, when you tell me it's a bunch of guys playing instruments and doing a rock song, you know, my first thought is, oh no. But this was pretty good. I mean... We have definitely seen... Worse, worse rock bands. Worse rock bands live. Oh, absolutely. Despite, like, the, the English being... What? Um, no, that's the most enjoyable part. Yeah, exactly. What is it? Time to look into your eyes. Okay, let's do that now. We put some time, time apart to today. Time to look into your eyes. Time to find truth. Find truth. Time against the lies. Time against the lies. Once again, in Eurovision, songs about time do not make any sense. Yeah, but how do you describe time? Mm, well... Um, it, it, it's very thunderous. It's like thunder. What I especially like and what makes this very Eurovision is that not only do they say time, but they add the, the necessary uh, end to that sentence, which is time to shine. Oh yeah, absolutely. We're going up. It's my time to shine. But like shine, shine is actually uh, the, the most popular Eurovision song title of the last few years. But Time to Shine is a very Eurovision turn of phrase, which is why I really enjoy that it's in here. Oh yeah, it's, it's a good nod, a good wink. But like as far as rock bands would go at Eurovision, they feel like... They feel like they're legit. Yeah, like it's a pretty legit rock performance. I don't know. It's funny. But it's funny in the way that it's... That good rock should be. Well... It's still a bit more serious than I like my rock to be. Yeah, it's because the thing is that you get the feeling that they're really trying to sell you on a serious message. I, at least that's the feeling I get with the, like, the, the we're standing on rocks and we have the timer and it's time and waving your finger as if you're telling us a message about time. Whereas I, mean, I don't understand gimmick. a single word that you're saying. But like the It's a good gimmick. No, the gimmick of the timers, the prosthetic of the timers and the rocks, it, Real it all nice. looks I... real good. And this is typical Ukrainian stuff. It's just like making a high impact performance and it's, it's yeah. right on that money. Uh, what I don't like about a lot of rock music is just the... The very serious 
mm-hmm. anger in a song that isn't that doesn't actually say that much. While if you're finding the joy in it, like Romania did last year, mm-hmm. that's good rock to me. I'm super into hair rock of the 80s because it's just fun. They're having fun and screaming and they're screaming, all right. Don't look like they're having much fun, but it looks so fun to do, to have the prosthetics and like stand on the rocks and there's fire and and everything. It's a very extravagant and flamboyant performance. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Which which makes a rock song a perfect fit for Eurovision. Yeah. Because you often think, well, rock Eurovision doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it doesn't work. But then you need something something big for it to to stand up, like like standing on large rocks or being dressed as monsters. I think it's hilarious that there's two guys that don't. There's three guys that well, don't get rocks. There's the drummer who needs the the space to set up his drum set. Just give him a bigger pile a bigger pile of rocks. Well that's gonna throw the balance off. I guess. No, but give him a, like a pile of rocks on the at the back of every one. But then yeah. you can't really show the back timer. I love the thing where where at the end of the song the timer goes green right? and starts again. I'm like fuck that's actually a good Oh, that actually makes you think. It's a good visual... It's a good visual thing. It's a good visual thing to, to give you a feeling. It's a good visual symbol of what they were maybe trying to say with the song. Exactly. It just triggers a, a sort of emotional or a, a gut response to like, Oh, right, time's running out, but, but we can start anew. But it starts again. It's so it's really and dis- despite the fact that I don't really know what the lyrics are, the 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 performance really translates. Well, uh, it is uh, currently uh, half past ten in the evening, and I think it is yeah yeah yeah. I'm looking at my calendar right now, and it is time to look into your eyes. Let's just do that for a second. Well done. Yeah. It, Another session well well spent. <laughs> what other things should people make time for, you know? Like... Time against the lie. What does that mean? I Is that know. a sentence in any way? I don't know. But I, I don't like mind. it. I love it. I also really like this. I really like it, yeah. Um, yeah. I was so apprehensive going in. Because I thought you might not like this or you might think this is credible. Credible? Well, it's it's kind of credible. They're credible as a band. They're credible as this credible as a rock song, and the performance is credible as a statement, despite the fact that nothing's really being said. It's yeah. it's kind of it's a credible performance. It's it's just leaning on that edge of trying to be edgy. Yeah. But then the the performance is like flamboyant enough for that to be really good i i had that same thought when i first saw it i was like oh this is just like too much like oh we're rocking we're edgy and we're doing a big edgy performance with flames 
And then I'm like, no, wait, actually. That's why you need the humor. Actually, this or is else really... it's just too dumb and edgy. Yeah, but it's dumb and edgy in a in a very Eurovision way, even still. Which fixes it. Yeah, exactly, because he's they're partaking they're partaking in Eurovision. Which means they can't take it that seriously. Yeah. Although I don't know how Ukraine feels. Oh, Eurovision. oh, Eurovision is big. You're yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Ukraine is one of these countries where Eurovision is massive. I'm glad we started with this. This is really getting me in the mood. We still need to spend the rest of our time to listen to the other 42 songs. But will we have time to look into each other's eyes? Yeah, we'll do that like... In between. Yeah, we'll do that after we end this recording session. We'll just take uh, 10 minutes to look into each other's eyes and then find some truth against the lies, you know? Eh, well... I need more props. Absolutely. And this is a good start for like the prop-based performance. I, I also want more props. That's hope, what Eurovision's been missing. I hope they bring this exactly, but like a little, a little, with a little bit of fine-tuning, a little bit of updating. But Maybe I hope... some better rocks. Yeah, what I especially like is that they're basically just square and they only have like the front of the rock covered. <laughs> I think this is actually a good start. It's a much better start than we took last year because now we already have a song that's like, hey, all right. Yeah, this is already getting my energy up. Which is fantastic. But that's just the first out of 43 songs that we'll be listening to this year. There are 43 songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest, just as there were last year. Ukraine does not have to go through the semifinals because they are the host country and we'll be seeing them on Saturday, May 13th. You can find us on SoundCloud, you can find us on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts. We'll see you next time. We'll be talking I thought this would be a very time joke heavy episode, but I haven't made a lot of time jokes yet. But we are, I, mean, I don't think there's, there's time for many time jokes. We're running out of time in this episode as is. Time to clock out. <laughs> clock. <laughs> because of time. <laughs>